to fire drawn air episode 15 the very first episode of 2021 
First of all, I'm very glad to report that I did actually survive the absolute alcoholocaust that was episode 14. It was really, geez, it was great crack to be honest, but um, not something that I would want to do on a regular basis. So here we are in the midst of yet another lockdown. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, obviously, like everyone else, I've got a lot of feelings about it, but for my own part, I'm just trying to stay positive keep the head down, keep busy working on various projects. Um, to be honest with you, like all the time that I'm not spending being on tour and destroying my health, to me is the silver lining to all this. And I think it's important to find the silver linings wherever they are. Um, when everyone is writing their fuck 2020 posts online and talking about how terrible last year was, I really started to wonder if I should feel guilty about the fact that 2020 was without a doubt the best year of my entire life in my 40 years of existence. It's really interesting when everyone has such a completely disparate experience of the same objective events, um, just like in a relationship. Anyway, um, that was George Ross, a box player from Wexford. He recorded some 78s in the mid 50s and I absolutely love the distortion on that track. It's mad, I'm looking at it here on Pro Tools and it's just one big solid block of noise. It makes me think, gee, maybe I should just get all the trad albums I own and just put them through some dirty distortion. Um, because, you know, obviously all our ears are tuned in to different sounds and different things and mega distortion like that is something I'm instantly drawn towards. But uh, thanks a million to Laura Flood for sending on that recording. I haven't really played any traditional tunes in a while on the show, but um, going back to uh, disparate experiences like in a relationship, I think I'm trying to do a bit of marriage counselling with traditional tunes and rekindle my love for them. They just don't figure too much in my musical life at all these days. Uh, everything, it's either traditional singing, full-on drone or dungeon synth. That's it. I just haven't, I haven't been playing tunes. I haven't been listening to tunes for ages, but it's something I'm trying to actively work on and just kind of just, yeah, just rekindle my love for them, really, like I said. Um... But one thing that I heard recently it was an excellent, excellent album by a man called Quivino Farrell. He's a piper, a multi-instrumentalist. He's an amazing guitarist, singer, flute player from down in Waterford. But um, so in Peabury Illan, um, the Illan Pipe Association of Ireland, they have just got a Bandcamp page going and have a few of their albums up there. And that's where I got Quivian's album. It's just lovely, lovely, precise, tasteful piping, like the kind of stuff that makes old men weep and mutter good man lovely to themselves it's it's just really top-notch the kind of piping that i love and uh but interestingly the title of the so the second tune he plays is called nora karina very well-known piping jig and the first track is called john lydon's and uh well that kind of sent me down the road of wondering what other punk trad tune names might be out there like the humors of steve ignorant Polystyrene's fancy, Dick Lucas's favourite, who knows? Anyway, Deadly Piping, Quivino Fariel, John Lydon's, and Nora Karina. Thank you. 
I've been a moonshiner for many a year. I spent all my money on whiskey and beer. I'll go to some hollow and set up my still. I'll make you a gallon for a two dollar bill. I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, I'm a long way from home. If you don't like me, well, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry, I'll drink when I'm dry. If moonshine won't kill me, I'll live till I die. I'll go to some hollow in this country. Ten gallons of wash I can go on the spree. No woman to follow and the world is all mine. I love none so well as I love the moonshine. I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, I'm a long way from home. If you don't like me, well, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry, I'll drink when I'm dry. If moonshine won't kill me, I'll live till I die. Moonshine, dear moonshine, oh how I love thee. You killed me, poor father, but dare you try me. Bless all moonshiners and bless all moonshine. Its breath smells as sweet as the dew on the vine. I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, I'm a long way from home. If you don't like me, well, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry, I'll drink when I'm dry. If moonshine won't kill me, I'll live till I die. I'll have moonshine for Liza and moonshine for me. Moonshine for Lou and she'll sing all the day. Moonshine for me breakfast, moonshine for me tea. Moonshine me hearties, it's moonshine for me. I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, I'm a long way from home. If you don't like me, well, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry, I'll drink when I'm dry. If moonshine won't kill me, I'll live till I die. And that was Delia Murphy singing The Moonshiner. I was thinking there about an article I read a good few years ago now. It was um, by a woman called Renoch E. O'Goyne, which was an, an, a, a folklore professor of mine from back in the day in UCD. Um, really amazing woman. The name of the article was Music Learned from the Fairies. And one of the tunes in this article that she talks about is a tune called Port Nabuki, or the Fairies tune. And in one version of the story, I read that it was meant to have been heard by a Blasket Islander. He was in his boat late at night out at sea, coming back to the island, and it was meant to have been the sad strains of a fairy funeral that he heard from out at sea. But then I heard a while afterwards, somebody said they were watching a documentary about whale song and they swore that within the singing of the whales in that program, they heard the opening strains of this tune. And their theory was that the sound would have come up from the depths of the sea and have been magnified by the stretched animal skin of the Kurok that the fisherman was in. Um, I leave it up to you to decide which is the most likely story though. But here is a recording of the Galway-based piper Ronan Brown playing the tune, Port Nabuki.
Jesus Jungen, die mit Pürchim. Hey, hier, 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 gut, you. Well, I was you in all the time. Now, if you ain't days of through, through. Du steht flieh, hey, hier, 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 could you, well, now the toast is killing me, now me, you end is a through, through, now me, you end is a I've laid down flat and shoveled coal. Hey, hey, here could you? While my eyes did smart in the dust field hole. Now me, you end is a through, through. Now me, you end is a Well, I've known Maris and the women. Hey, here, 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 could you? Well, they were men and sons of men. Now, me, you end is a through, through. Soon that pit ne may well see Here, here, here could you Well, I'll carry it around inside of me Now me you end is a through, through Now me you end is a And that was the excellent Jim Getty from Sheffield with a song, I Could You. That's from his new album, which is called In the Furrows of the Commonplace, and it is absolutely class. Uh, thanks a million, Jim, for sending it on to me. Um, yeah, you should get the album on Bandcamp, and just don't ever, ever listen to anything on Spotify. It's absolutely shit. Go to Bandcamp for all your musical needs. Next up, I want to look at a song. It's widely regarded as being one of the oldest Irish songs that obviously we have evidence for but it was a song that was already well known in Shakespeare's time and Shakespeare refers to it in Henry IV as Colin O'Custer May it's thought that the original title of the song was Colleen O'Custer May as in I am a girl from the suicide um, as a tune it was believed to have been played by harpists such as the famous Blind Cruz who was in service as, as a musician to Thomas Butler the 10th Earl of Ormond but here's a version that was arranged by the English composer William Byrd at some point in the 16th or 17th century. It's Colin O'Custerme, or he called Colleen O'Custerme. It's kind of like, I think at the time when people didn't really understand that it, the name had originated from an Irish phrase, they, they saw it as a Latin phrase or something. So this is spelled like C-A-L-L-I-N-O, 
C-A-S-T-U-R-A-M-E, like kind of like, well, I don't know what you would call it, pig Irish. It's not correct Irish anyway, it's kind of spelt phonetically. Anyway, this was arranged by the composer William Byrd.
Susan McKeown singing the same song. The historian Sean Donnelly, in a letter to the Irish Times on August the 25th, 2012, talks about what he calls distant descendants of this air. And to be honest, they're not ones that I would have identified myself, even though I know and love both of them. One of them is a very well-known song called The Butcher Boy, and the other is The Newry Highwayman, sung here by Sean Cannon with the Dubliners. In Newry town I was bred and born In Stephen's green now I lie in scorn I serve me time at the saddler's trade And I always was a roving blade And seventeen I took a wife And I loved her dearer Than I loved my life And for to keep her Both fine and gay I went robbing On the king's highway I never robbed any poor man yet or any tradesman caused I to fret But I rob lords and their ladies fine And I carry their gold home to my heart's delight To Covent Garden I took my way With my dear Lord Fielding's men, they did me pursue And taken was I by that cursed crew 
My father cried, my darling son, my wife she cried, I am undone, my mother tore her white locks and cried, that in the cradle I should have died. When I am dead, I am far my grave. A flashy funeral pray let me have six highwaymen for to carry me. Give them broadswords and sweet liberty. Six pretty fair. And green gardens all When I am dead They may speak the truth He was a wild And a wicked youth In Uritoda I was bred and born In Stephen's green Now I lie I serve me time at the saddler's thread, and I always was a roving bled. Upstairs and the door he broke 
the Ludlow's Ballad Group singing The Butcher Boy. So, I don't know what it is this month. I'm kind of just on the buzz of kind of digging back deeper than I usually would into different forms of traditional music and songs. But going back past the days of Shakespeare and the Blind Harpers and back into the dim, dim recesses of ancient history, I started to look at ancient instruments and the like. And I'm I think it's really amazing that there's people out there who are big into reconstructing Bronze Age horns and learning how to play them again and putting all this time and energy into it. I think it's absolutely fascinating. But one uh, expert in this field, one of the most well-known people in this field, is a man called Simon O'Dwyer. And he he has an ensemble, I suppose you would call them, called Ancient Music of Ireland. And they have an album called Overtone, and they made this tune, it's called Along the Shore, and this is actually played on sev- seven Bronze Age horns. Now, these aren't reconstructions, these are actual Bronze Age horns that are nearly 3,000 years old. So check this out and see what you think. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, so I am into that, I have to say. But you know what? Like when I, after I listened to it, I found myself really hungering for something that was just like dirty and raw and primal and dark. So I went on a bit of a search around the internet and I came across this lecture by a man called John Kenny in the British Museum. So this is from back in 2015. And he was playing a similar instrument that was found in Aberdeenshire in Scotland. And this instrument is called a carnix. And now this this recording, this like performance that he made on it, just much more up my alley. Um, so the carnix actually appears, I don't know if you're familiar with the Gundestrup cauldron. The Gundestrup cauldron was found in the south of Denmark, but it's believed that it was carried there from further south in Europe. Um, it's obviously from Celtic culture, you know, because of the depictions of Kernunos, the god in it, and the different kind of like depictions of other world kind of scenarios. But do you know the bit on it? And there's like three lads standing in a row holding big S-shaped horns with boar heads on the top. Well, that is the Carnix. And yeah, just listening to this and imagine being like a Roman sentry in the north of England somewhere and hearing like 300 of these coming from out in the woods to get you is just deadly. Check this out. It's John Kenny playing the Carnix. Thank <laughs> you. 
what about that? Um, deadly stuff. Right. Um, what's left to say? Thanks a million for listening in and supporting the show. It's always, always much appreciated. Um, I just can't believe that the show's gone on this long. 15 episodes and there's more and more people listening all the time. It's it's just fantastic. I'm really excited about it. There's lots of great stuff coming up throughout the year. I've got lots of plans for different things to do with the show. Lots of ideas for bonus content. Um, you can find everything I do online at www.campsite.bio forward slash fire drawn air if you feel like supporting the show you can consider getting involved with the patreon and this month's patreon only bonus show is all about the ghastly ghoulish grisly and horrifying ballad of long lankin aka lampkin aka false lankum which is one of my absolute favorite ballads of all time um you might remember I played a recording of John Riley Jr. singing False Lankham on the show a few months back, but I just it's just a recording. I keep going back to time and time again. But if you want to find out more about that song, I kind of look at the different motifs in a song, what they might relate, be related to, what are the different, different theories that people have in the song, because there's been a lot written about this song over the last, I suppose, the last century, really. So, um, yeah, check that out if you want to. What else? Um, I'm going to have a bonus episode coming up in two weeks that's going to be available to everybody. That kind of follows on from the Wild Rover that I put out. And because in the Wild Rover podcasts, I mentioned a good few times about the culture of broadsheet ballads or ballad sheets and people selling these cheap ballad sheets on the streets for like a penny ago. And so in this bonus episode, it's only a small one, I think maybe about 20, 25 minutes um, I kind of look at this culture and how it developed over the years and yeah just different aspects of that and um, a couple of well-known guests on the show that you might be surprised to see but um, it's going to be a good crack so that'll be out in two weeks um, right next up on keeping on track with playing old or ancient tunes I want to play I think it's just absolute mental wizardry from one of the best concertina players in the world in my opinion this is Cormac Begley um, right take care of yourselves out there and um, look after each other and until next time good luck <laughs>
Diddle, 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 diddle